You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 926. Sick and tired. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. And I have no idea what this show is going to be like this week. And, and we'll get into why in, in just a little bit. Well, it, and it has been a very interesting week with calamity after calamity occurring. And I'm very tempted to say thank you since not much else is really going on for us to talk about. So instead of, hey, how about those new home pods that look amazingly like the ones Apple had before or should I get a new Mac now or wait until the the M3 Mini Pro Ultra Max comes out we're going to talk about what you do when you have the worst week ever without it really being like life threatening or anything because that would that would really really suck um <coughs> gas is not with me as you can tell it's all, it's begun it has begun Gaz is not with me today because he is um, off doing fun things instead of this. And instead, I have <coughs> roped Mr. Carl Madden into joining me today and, and listening to me. And I was, I was nearly fine pre-show. I, I, everything was cool and groovy. And as soon as we hit the record button to get started, Carl, it's like, okay, time for Guy's latest coughing fit. How That's are it. you? I am very well, uh, unlike yourself, Guy, and thank you for inviting me along to this coffin fest. So, oh, it's going to be, be so much fun! <laughs> cough, cough. So much splatter, splatter. fun! Sputter, sputter. Um, what what have you got going on lately? Just work mainly all the time. Getting up at freezing, freezing o'clock in the morning and going Ooh. to work and working all day and then coming home doing the show you know as always mac and forth still kicking along out there took two weeks off recently but now we're back and uh and i couldn't go another another week without the my mac show on a monday morning so obviously yeah. if gaz yeah, is away i'm gonna to have to step in and do it myself yeah well and then you get to hear yourself because isn't that it? fun yeah great. Uh, sometimes <laughs> um you know most of what is going to be the, the meat and potatoes of the show this week is going to be all the stuff that has happened to me over the last two weeks. There's a reason why that I didn't do a show uh, with Gaz last week, and we will get into all of that, and it's not just one thing. It was multiple things that went completely and totally wrong. And it's still kind of going on right now. Um, is, this, now is this the inspiration you pulled from that, the play that goes wrong, the podcast that goes wrong? Is, is that Pretty much, pretty much. As, and we're actually going to that in- I know, that's uh, why I bring it up. <laughs> April? A yeah, April. We're, we're going okay. up to New York, it's, and um, it's going to be my son Peter and his fiancée. Oh, uh, his friend Jake and his new bride to be by the time we go to this thing, they're getting married next month. And of course, Tracy and I, and we're all going to go to New York and see the play that goes wrong with the original cast, which is part of, part of the, I mean, cause the, the play itself is, is wonderful. It's, it's a, it's so funny 
and you can see, depending on whether they've taken it down lately or not, you can kind of see it if you look for it over on YouTube, because they also did the Christmas Carol that goes wrong and Peter Pan goes wrong. And Peter Pan goes wrong is what we're actually going to see when we go up there, but it's going to be, it's going to be brilliant. And those people are like, snap, snap, so good. So mm. I'm really, really mm. looking forward to that. And I am on, I know here's, hold on to your hats, folks. I'm actually on a different microphone this week. What? I know, gasp and amazement. And for people who remember back, not even two months ago, one of my New Year's resolutions was that I wasn't going to buy microphones. <laughs> epic fail. <laughs> oh, such an epic fail. And it's, and the, the crazy part is the microphone that I'm using today is the baby brother to the one that I've had for a while that I really like, which is, and you won't see this unless you watch it on video, which you'll find over on the, uh, the vert shark channel on YouTube, youtube.com is this right here. This is the Lewitt 440 pure. And the one I'm using today is it's baby brother, the 240 pro, which is about a hundred, hundred bucks less than the 440. And it's, it's a very attractive microphone. It looks, you know, the, the one I have looks just like it, except it's white instead of black. And, um, I was kind of playing around with it last night and it sounds pretty good. I, I still like it, but that's, that's the mic that I'm using this week. And you know, I, I still of course have all the other ones, but this is so, that's what I'm using this week. So I have to ask as cause I always, of course you do. what, what are you searching for? <laughs> what is the ultimate sound that you're searching for? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't understand that question. <laughs> so, I thought you just froze on the screen there to double no. check. Yeah. No, no, so no. What, what, what is it? What is, what is missing from all these microphones you have that you feel the need? It's like a psychiatry thing, isn't it? So just lay back on the couch there and get a guy for a moment. Uh, so what is it you're actually searching for, sir? What is, I don't, what is the I, ultimate I have a microphone? Lot of, I have a lot of really nice microphones. I've got, you know, the one that, that all the podcasters, you know, if, if you listen to the, the podcasting gurus, they'll sit there and say, oh, well, the ultimate microphone is obviously the Shure SM7B. Okay, well, I got one. I also have, I have a Heil PR40, which is a dynamic, wonderful sounding mic. I've got the Rode NT1, which is a wonderful sounding condenser mic. I've got the, the Lewitt uh, LCT 440. I've got, now I've got the Lewitt LCT 240. I, there's, there's really not like any particular thing that I'm, I'm looking for in a microphone. Um, I, 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 I can't actually answer that question. I don't know what it is. I think you need to start checking if there's a Mike's anonymous out there, I think. <laughs> yeah. What would that be called? M M I M A A microphones. Anonymous. No, it'd just be MA. <laughs> Which kind of works. But yeah. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Well, it's a hobby, I guess. Uh, a costly hobby, obviously. But then a lot of blokes' hobbies are, I suppose, at the end of the day. At least you're not collecting classic cars or something. So, Plastic cars. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would not be a good thing. Um, I don't have... Do I have Gaz's snippets music? I don't think I do. My, my setup is all kind of messed up, which we will, we'll, uh, we'll go into that 
a little bit later, but um, I guess we'll just we'll just fake a, a Gaz's snippets intro. Da da da. All right. Um. <laughs> don't have a whole lot here because it's it's actually been relatively quiet as far as uh, Apple goes. You know, we we had the big financial announcement two weeks ago, and you know, lo and behold, they made more money. Who who would have guessed that? Um, but some of these snippets, I think I put in here just because they cracked me up. Here's, here's the first one. And God love analysts. If it wasn't for analysts, I just wouldn't have enough anger in my life. Um, one of them is saying that a, a new leak of the iPhone 15 shows that it will be rounder and have thinner bezels, bezels as well as USB-C. That was so, something. Go ahead. So how, what did, what does it mean by rounder? What bigger the, curves on the corner or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rectangle. And if you, if you actually looked at the headline in the story through Apple news, it was, it was like, well, this is like amazing. Wow. It's going to be rounder. And, uh, the, the little black part that borders the edges will be thinner. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Really? It's going to well, we be a black slab, just like it's been a <laughs> black slab since <laughs> the very first one. one came out. <laughs> well, we know it's got to have USB-C in it because that's being mandated now, um, especially in Europe and stuff like that. So that's not a surprise. And it's probably long overdue honestly, as well. I, I, I don't know what the lightning does that the USB-C doesn't, but... Not much, I can imagine. I think it makes. It's it gonna, just, I think it makes more money for Apple with maybe, yeah, maybe. But um, I, I know a lot of people get ready for all the moaning articles about. Oh, I can't believe I've got to change all my Lightning things now for my iPhone, even though it's now mandated. Yeah, and, and well, and regardless of that, honestly, Apple should have done it probably four years ago. Whenever, whenever, when when the ten came out, when the iPhone ten came out, is when. Mm. They should have switched to USB-C. Uh, it's, and it makes, it's, more, makes well, more sense now because you're shooting bigger video files and like the lightning throughput isn't that high compared to USB-C, for example. And, you know. Well, to me, it's, it's just more along the lines of, you know, we're, we're trying to get to a connector that <coughs> we use for everything. Mm. And that wasn't going to be lightning and it wasn't going to be the 30 pin and it wasn't going to be scuzzy and it's not going to be, you know, USB a, because you know, who wants a phone that thick and USB C slash Thunderbolt is kind of honestly the, the perfect connector. It's bi-directional. You, you can't plug it in incorrectly. And it's got great thorough thorough put, and it it's just it's small, it's light, it fits. Uh, everything uses it. You know, there, there's no ambiguity as far as well. You know, I, this is an Apple only thing, or this is a Samsung only thing, or this is a whatever only thing. It's just one of those connectors that just works with everything. And Apple should have done it two three years ago easily. And hmm. They didn't because lightning makes them more money really. And again, that's, that's what it comes down to. Apple is going to do whatever Apple wants to do that makes them more money. 
This is what big companies do. So I don't think that should be a big surprise to anyone. The uh, ones that moving, don't go out of business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, we're sticking, we're sticking to our guns and, and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we don't care who cares. And, you know, six months later, going out of business sale. All right. Um, Apple not jumping into AI chat as fast as analysts would like. And Good. for for those who don't understand what this is, what this means, uh, there's a program. There's a couple different programs, but one of the big ones is called Chat GPT, and it's it's basically it's kind of an AI test. And you actually, and this on a somewhat unrelated note, one of the things that that Carl does on the aforementioned Mac and Forth show when they talk about when people call into the show or, you know, leave feedback or stuff like that. If there isn't any, you play a particular little song. And do you have that handy? Oh yeah. Caught me off guard there. I know. Sorry. This is the song. This is copyright music though. <laughs> well, you know, we'll find out, but well, let's talk over it. It's okay. But it's one yeah. bit, one bit in particular that's coming up right now. Here it comes. There it is right there. It's, and it's painful. It is so very painful. Basically, the guy who recorded it hit a wrong note. And for whatever reason, they left it in there. And you actually went to chat GPT and asked that question. And, and without right. going all the way into it, what was, what was chat's response to that? Well, it was Dean. Dean decided to test it out and ask that question, why is there a bum note in the Hulk theme music? And he gave this long list and he said about they had a they had a full band in there and a string quartet or trio or something, a jazz trio, I think it was. Uh, but the composer actually done the piano solo himself and they were, he says they reckoned he'd done it separately from everybody else. And due to time constraints, even though they made the mistake, they just decided apparently to leave it in according to chat GBT. Now, all I can guess is that's gone out there on the web and found a story and then put it into a nice presentable format to offer us as a fake human being on the other side of the screen. And that's what, you know, we we, we talked about chat GPT on our show this week. And um, although it is, you know, it's clever technology and stuff, it's just a smoke and mirrors as far as I'm concerned. Every, every response it gives is very generic. Like we asked it to write a load of, um, five star reviews for the Mac and Forth show. Oh, really? And it basically just, yeah, it just spills out like 10 generic uh, reviews. And to test this, I, I did one for the MyMac show, and it was basically the same thing. It was like an Apple podcast. The, the, the hosts are informative and, you know, entertaining and stuff like this. So it's just taking like generic three phrases and adding them to, you know, specific points of whatever you ask it. So, I mean, it, it's clever, but. It's not groundbreaking as far as I'm and, aware. And obviously it's never actually listened to the MyMac oh, no. podcast. Otherwise it will tell you to chuck one. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? No, that's, it's not a good show. Don't listen to them. That's... So that's, and I actually, to be fair, I haven't actually tried it, but I am now, I'm now curious. So I will. We'll pull it up now. Google it. Sorry? Do it now. Do it live. Do it on the show. Do it live, damn it. Do it on the show. Okay, just well, how open do I up get Google. To it? How, how just do I get to it? Go open Google, open a browser, uh-huh. search for chat GPT, uh, and it should come up first result. And then you can literally just ask it a question. Okay. Well, there it is. Gray right. screen. Try chat GTP. Yeah. So down the bottom, there's Verify an Verify that I'm window. a human. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, log in with your open AI. Oh, come oh on. yeah. You, you got, you got to log in with your Google details and stuff. Okay. Well, let's see if it'll but let me. Just do that. And then you're in and literally just ask it a question randomly about something. I don't know. No, it's, it's verifying um, that I'm a human. <laughs> Again. There's, that's so weird. You know, why would a AI chat do you, care that Sally, whether or not I was a human? Uh, do, do you let it refer to itself as an AI? Are you making oh, it confirm it it's an AI chat? Sake. Oh, Hold dear. <laughs> this is, this is like... Pulling teeth. But... um. Yeah, like I say, once you, if you do manage to get in, it is it is kind of fun. But the way some people are writing it up, it's like the second coming. And you think, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but there are two versions out there. There's the one Google, uh, Microsoft are doing, and there's the one Google are doing, which I think is more Chat GPT. And uh, but the the Microsoft one is having an existential, existential crisis. Every oh, time really? people talk to it, it's like becoming self-aware. It seems it's kind of funny, and it's insulting people and threatening them them as well, and getting them to say all kinds. Well, of Well, it is stuff. Microsoft. You know, I mean, well, yeah. What I mean, micro? What hardcore Microsoft user doesn't enjoy? <coughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> yeah, doesn't doesn't enjoy a good threat every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I, I, I'm up. I'm in Chat GPT finally. Oh, and I can so upgrade ask it. plus. No, no, no. So, so let's let's see. What do you know about? Okay, this is what I'm going to add. This is the first question I'm going to ask. <laughs> Why should I? Here we go. Use yep. Chat yep. GPT. <laughs> chat GPT can be a helpful tool for a variety of reasons. Here are a few. Oh Quickly, God! Quick and easy access to information. It can provide answers to questions. You can ask a question and get immediate response without having to search for the information yourself. 24-7 availability, impartiality, and I'm not reading <laughs> everything it's saying here. Uh, ability to learn and adapt, versatility. Holy crap. This is, I mean, I was complaining about word salad easy uh, earlier. It's like, yeah. you just don't know when to shut up. I just asked. Overall, using ChatGPT can be convenient, efficient, and reliable way to get the information you need. So now well, I'm going to put them in right. sod off. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if I said something that upset you. Is there anything I can help you with? See, it, re <laughs> it, re it reminds me. Oh my God! Just I'm wait sorry. for him to come back. It reminds no, me sorry. of those text adventures when we were young, you know, and we didn't have yeah, graphics Eliza. on the screen. Yeah, That's what it was, Eliza. Oh, Eliza. Okay. But, Isn't um, that what it was called? I have no idea. I, I I don't recall that far back. I don't recall last week, to you the truth. But anyway, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's technically interesting, you know, and it's better probably than searching on Google. But again. Same limitations, never trust totally what Google tells you. And it's only pulling in the same kind of um, information, but in a more presentable way, shall we say. Um, for example, ask it. Ask it what's the best podcast uh, microphone for podcasting. See what it comes up with. Ooh, just, that just is on a good the fly. question. And then it'll be your quest over and done with if you've got it. <laughs> what is the best microphone for 
podcasting. I I bet it's going to be one I don't have. Yeah. Choosing there the best go. microphone for podcasting can depend on upon a few factors. Oh, God. Budget, recording environment, personal preferences. Here are a few popular options. Sure, SM7B. Uh, Audio-Technica AT2035, which I sort of have. Sort of. Uh, Rode PodMic, I've got that. And it's giving me, like, the reasons why it would it would pick some of these different mics. Blue Yeti, oh, now I know you. This is not an intelligent... <laughs> Don't use a Blue Yeti for podcasting. It's worth noting that there are many other high-quality microphones available for podcasting, and the best microphone for you will depend on your specific needs and preferences. It can be helpful to do some research and read reviews from other podcasters to find a microphone that will work well for you. See, it couldn't be any more generic. Yeah. You know, and because I don't have the 2035, but I do have the 3035, and that's oh, well, an important yeah. distinction. Exactly. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on from chat GPT. I'm actually going to leave that up because I'm going to play around with that later. That, that sounds like oodles of fun. All right. Um, the next one is the room rumor that the iPhone 15 will be buttonless. buttonless. What do you think about that? Well, it's, it's a possibility, isn't it? Uh, you know, they make a lot of solid state um, buttons on other things. So the only thing is, if they do that, how are you going to reset your iPhone when it goes totally mad? How are you going to turn it on or off? Exactly. I mean, it's got to be something to it. I mean, obviously the trackpad on MacBooks now are just a solid thing that feels really weird when it's off. Because uh, you get so used to that haptic feedback. But yeah, if every single button <coughs> is just a solid state button <coughs> on the iPhone, you could do the reset button when you press that combat. <laughs> Considering, cause, you know, I'm assuming that the phone's messed up and not responding, and that's why you've got to do it in the first place. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, it, it does. I mean, there's got to be at least one button someplace a physical button to turn something on turn something off i mean other than that like let's say that you run out of power what do you do then you know and and the same kind of thing is like well it's not going to have any buttons and it's not going to have any ports and it's like for all i know you're just selling me a a, a slab of black plastic at some point and glass you know yeah. you came into exactly. my house in the middle of the night took my phone away that worked and left this black piece of plastic that now you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, obviously you're out of warranty and you have to buy a new one now. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just go ahead and buy another damn phone. I mean, it will look good if that's the case, if everything's like rigid and solid and like it only comes to life when you turn it on. I just hope someone, obviously they have, they wouldn't release it without going, oh yeah, how we can't resell it. That was a bit of a boo-boo, wasn't it? But no. I'm sure they would think about, about that. I'm just saying though, um, <laughs> it will confuse a lot of a lot of the normies, shall we say? It really would, because <laughs> it's bad I, enough now. How do I reset it? I do. I do what? Like <laughs> I have to. I have to hit what combination? You have to press that one and then that one, but not for long. Don't do it too long, because press. But that one, that one, that one, that one. Now and do then it that now. One sometime. That's it. Okay. What could um, possibly go wrong? Absolutely nothing. 
Next thing I've got, this is the last thing for Cass's snippets. Uh, <laughs> Apple's, and I love this. This this was a headline, and I'm going to tell you who wrote who, what headline, what magazine this was in. This was in Macworld Magazine. An editor approved this headline in Macworld Magazine, Carl. Mm-hmm. Apple's next big thing will arrive right on time, even if it's a few months late. What? <laughs> what? I mean, it makes sense, I guess, from the bleeding obvious point of view. <laughs> and what this is in regards to is the the so far, you know, and we can put this in the same category with the physical Apple TV set and the Apple car and a, a, a few other things that uh, that people have been talking about. Apple is definitely going to make this and they've got this huge thing set up to do this and that and blah, 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 blah. And it's the AR headset that no one at mm. Apple thus far has confirmed that they're making in any way, shape or form. And again, you know, like the car, like the television set, you've got analysts that are coming out and go, oh, this is definitely like the, the, the big thing that Apple is working on. And um, I, I, I remember when, when they first started talking about the Apple car, uh, Gaz was under the impression that it was going to be a service. Mm-hmm. And as time has gone on and we've seen kind of where CarPlay is evolving into, I'm thinking it's going to be more along the lines of replacing everything in your dashboard with digital mm. displays through uh, CarPlay. You're, so you'll be able to sit there and say, well, I want my speedometer to look like this and I want my attack to look like this and my, I want my oil pressure gauge here and this, this. And, or, you know, considering that, you know, the internal combustion engines seem to be disappearing uh, faster than, well, I, I don't want to give that example. Um, battery monitoring for uh, electric cars or, or, or what have you. All of your gauges will be set in such a way that, that you decide where they're going to be. And that makes more sense than anything that I've heard come from analysts in regards to Apple cars. And when you think about how poorly the layout is for most dashboards and compare that to how poorly the layout was for most infotainment systems in cars before Android Auto and uh, CarPlay, both Google and Apple kind of hit it out of the park with Android Auto and CarPlay. And who came first and who's stolen what design elements from the other, I don't really care. It's a better way of dealing with my car's infotainment system than anything I have ever seen from car manufacturers. Mm. Yeah, but they weren't normally made by the manufacturers, were they? They were made by third parties and then sort of imported, like like Pioneer or Technics or whatever. But uh, And then they just put their badge over the top of it. But yeah. I mean, yeah, right. Actually, dashboards have got a lot more confusing over the last few years. All, all you need, really, is your speedo 
and your fuel gauge and your temperature yeah. of your engine. That's it. You don't really need anything else. Maybe, obviously, if you've got an electric car, you need to know what the battery charge is rather than the fuel gauge. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's a possibility that they, when they showed off that next generation of CarPlay and it takes over the entire dashboard, you can take your favourite dash layout with you from one car to the next car and stuff like that, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah, car... The car, Apple car, was always like pie in the sky, maybe. But I think there's more, more like solid stuff for the AR because there are other AR things out there already, like obviously Meta and uh, a few others as well. And um, I just don't see one? why Apple. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've got one. There's one there in the background on the thing. Do on you use screen. it much? Yeah, of course, though. Play games and like, you know, go do little watch movies on it and stuff like that if I wish. Um, there are. There are practical reasons for it, but I don't know if they're going to be enough to supposedly warrant the su- suspected £3,000 or dollar price tag for this Apple variant that's coming out. Um, and everything that was rumoured, like the big rumours that came out a few weeks ago or months ago, none of them were specifically like impressive. I mean, it's got supposedly a lot of stuff in there that other machines, other headsets don't do, but then a lot of what they already do do. Um, so it's it's a weird it's a weird thing to bring out potentially the AR headset from Apple. There's no reason why they shouldn't do it, but I'm just not sure if it's going to be the next big big thing. Um, you know, but I said that about the Apple Watch, but now, you know, everybody seems to have some sort of smart watch on their wrist when you go around. Not necessarily an Apple Watch, but a Fitbit or a, a Google Time one or whatever they called. I can't remember. But um Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I just I it's it's like a niche market now. And I don't see the potential there for Apple to make oodles and oodles of money on it. And that's all they seem to worry about these days. Like the big markets, not they don't seem to worry about little markets anymore. You've been talking about Apple or people talking yeah. about Apple? No, no, I'm, I'm talking about Apple itself. I mean, okay, okay, yeah, they bring out a 250 quid speaker, for example, and they know that's not going to be a big seller. They just want to put it out there because it's it does sound good, given that you know, yeah, whatever. Well, I've but, got um, some minis and, and they sound. I've got two minis that I have paired up to my uh, TV set, and mm. they sound great. You know, but again, got, I think. Well, I've, I've got saying, these I, I huge, think... huge speakers that I used to use with a separate um, receiver and all the rest of that. And anytime I wanted to watch TV and, you know, use this this other thing, it was big and it was clunky. And now I just turn on the TV set, the speakers automatically pair with the Apple hmm. TV and, and I get great sound. I mean, look. You see, that's one half of my stereo set for my HomePods, the original HomePods there. The other one's off camera. (laughs) But that works with that big screen you can see behind me and my Xbox there and various other things. And they all feed in through eARC and then out through the Apple TV out to the HomePods. It sounds great. All I'm saying, but I think even that speaker market is a bigger market than VR as it stands at the moment. Um, That's all. I mean, it's obviously going to happen at some point in our... You know, if we if we if we're around in long our enough, lifetime, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I just not sure anything on the market can is there to blow our socks off at the moment. I could be wrong, you know. That's they they well, know I their mean, business more, far more than I do. Let, let let's face it, we're talking really about the gaming market, which is a big market, but 
it's it's not like an iPhone market and it's no. not like a TV market that you know where everyone is going to want one of these things and if all you're talking about and I I don't want to sound flippant uh, if all you're talking about is the relatively small gaming market as compared to something like the phone market, then yeah, it, it's, it's not going to be all of that because not everybody wants to game, uh, especially as you know, cause there, there's definitely a, you know, here's part of the problem is that there's a demographic for gaming and the typical gamer market is going to be from you know uh, early teens to probably late 20s that's where your bell curve is going to be the the biggest and mm. as people get older and and I'm you know I mean I I love playing games but I'm I don't think I'm the target market for something like AR I don't think you're the target market for something like AR they're looking at the the teens to 20s as being probably the biggest target market for something like um, uh, AR, uh, an AR headset. So how do you, how do you fit that, you know, cost, cost wise, how do you fit it so that somebody in their teens to twenties can afford it along with all of the accessories and, and all of the games and everything else that's going to go with it? As compared to what they already have, which is uh, an Xbox or a PlayStation or something along those lines, because not everyone is going to be able to to jump in with both feet all of these different little segmented parts of the market. So if you already have a, a PlayStation Twenty, are you going to be interested in in jumping into the Apple or or Microsoft AR headset if it doesn't work? with the PlayStation or if it doesn't work with the Xbox or if it doesn't work with Apple's whatever. And we've seen already that arcade Apple's arcade while fun is not the same type of market that hardcore gamers are looking for. Actually it's a bigger market than the others. It's just a different user base than the average yeah. <laughs> exactly so uh yeah it's got millions and millions and millions of users but uh obviously the games are not triple a games or anything like that so yeah i understand it but casual casual games yeah and and you're right you know if they want to apply to the call of duty players and things like that for example or the fifa players or whatnot like that then they're gonna apple's gonna have to let go of their control and that's something i don't see them doing anytime soon what um, no, no, but uh, it's you know, there's other aspects like you can watch a movie with it with friends and stuff like that. But I always find that a bit of an odd thing because you don't end up watching a movie; you end up chucking things at each other in cyberspace, yeah. Um, which is what me and my mates did. So it kind of defeats the object of going to the movies. You go to the movies not to be social, ball. Well, you, you do, but that's before and afterwards. It's not during right. the movie. You don't want. You're meant to sit there and watch the flipping screen, and if you talk while I'm watching it, you're in trouble. Anyway, but apart from that, but uh. But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's been pushed back to apparently to be released uh, or unveiled at WWDC this year. Um, no, we'll, we'll see. see. It's, it's not far. If yeah. they push it back again and push it back again, we'll know. It's all smoke and mirrors again. So Yeah, well, you'll have, um, 
some of the various analysts going, well, it was going to come out this, but there's all kinds of reasons why. And I'm going to put out 14 different articles saying why. It's like, oh, shut up. Just shut if up. Apple you think, don't know. If Apple, if Apple think they've cracked it, they'll pull it out. So, Well, not and even if they think they cracked it, but really haven't, then they'll put it out anyway. And we'll see what happens with it. Well, yeah, uh, they've done all the work. Why not? Yeah. All right. Um, dun, dun, dun. That's pretty much the end of Gaz's snippets. And this went on much longer than I thought it was going to. For those four <laughs> little things four that I stories. Had. I know. It was like, what did I have? I had, you know, something's going to be buttonless, uh, AI chat, round phones, and the next big thing. And we've gotten quite a bit of, quite a bit of content out of that. So yay us. Yay. All right. But on to the, I guess you could call it the, the main thing that we're going to talk about today. And that has been my completely crap week that's been going on and it all kind of start now today is uh sunday the 19th which means that last saturday was the 11th i think whatever last saturday was not counting the saturday that just happened but the one before that um i got up and gaz and i we were you know talking about recording and then all of a sudden my m1 mac mini just crashed and blinked out, came back and it was like, oh, okay, well, I don't know what happened there. And I got this, you know, do you want to report this to Apple with like an entire two to three pages of stuff that it's like, I have no <laughs> idea what any of this means, but it's like, sure, send it off to Apple. And then it happened again and again and again uh -oh. and again. And then finally it blinked out and instead of coming back up, the little LED that's at the front of the, 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 all of the Mac minis started pulsing orange. And it was like, you know, I'm not an expert at these things, but I think that this is bad. <laughs> so nothing I could do. I, I actually went and have you ever heard of a, a program called Configurator from Apple? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I found online to, to try was to erase and reset the firmware on your computer. And you okay. can do that with configurator. So I tried that. It didn't work. And it's like, okay, well, maybe there's, there's something on, um, the, something in storage that that's not quite right. And I've got lots of backups. So I said, I'll just, I'll, I'll wipe the, the, you know, my storage and then restore. And it got about halfway through doing that and then stopped. And it was like, okay, don't know what's wrong here, but it is so far beyond anything that I can do. And this kind of begs the question now in the past with discrete components inside of computers, we could sit there and say, okay, well, I'm going to bring this, this USB stick that has an operating system on it and I'm going to boot from the USB stick and I'm going to see if, if that works. And if that doesn't work, then I'll, I'll take out one of the Ram sticks. You know, I mean, it's, it's a process yeah, yeah. that you go through, mm -hmm. but with the release of the M series computers, you can't do that anymore. It doesn't work because everything is integrated onto its system on a chip. Everything is integrated 
onto the main motherboard of the computer. And Mm -hmm. I made an appointment with a local Apple store and took the computer down there and told him everything I'd done, everything that I tried to do. And the guy just like plugged it into a monitor and he looked and saw the blinking light and he's like, okay, that's a a motherboard failure. He's like, oh, okay. Well, how long will that take to replace? And he says, well, you have a custom configuration. I said, well, not really. It's 16 gigs of RAM and and one terabyte of storage. And it's like, yeah, but the, the normal configuration is eight gigs of RAM and either 256 or 512 yeah, gigs of storage. Right. So they had to send off to Cupertino to get a new motherboard for, for my M1, the Mac Mini. And so I came back here. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? Now, I, I have, and it's what's actually currently hooked up. Uh, I have, and it's actually a more powerful computer. It's the 16-inch MacBook Pro with 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, it's the M1 Pro chip instead of the, the regular M1. Wow. And a one terabyte internal inter, of internal storage but I'd never used it in this configuration with like two screens and all the rest of that. And it took me a little bit, but I've managed to get everything up and working. And then I had to reconfigure all of the programs, uh, including my, my work setup because I wasn't going to get the Mac mini back until Thursday or Friday of last week. And in the middle of all this, I'm starting to feel like crap. And it's like, you know, this is not good. This is not a good combination. And we had uh, a couple of COVID tests here in the house. Went ahead, took the test, came back positive for COVID. And somehow through two years of a pandemic with me going outside all of the time, going to work every single day, because I was the only one that lived relatively close, never caught it. The way I caught it, and I'm almost embarrassed to tell you how and where I caught COVID. After all of that, two years of a pandemic, going to the grocery stores, going to pharmacies, going to work, going, you know, I I went to Chicago. I've been to Florida twice. (laughs) Nothing. Went to New York. Nothing. The way I caught it. Two weeks ago, I went bowling with some guys from work. One of the guys reported, and I didn't know this, reported on Friday that he'd come down with COVID. And when he reported that to the other guys, one of the other guys was like, yeah, I just tested positive too. And that Friday... No, sorry, that Thursday, because we bowled on Wednesday. That Thursday, I had spent the entire day with one of the guys where it came back, where he came back positive the next day. Mm -hmm. And so he called me not on Friday, not on Saturday. He waited until Sunday to call me and tell me, oh, yeah, I have COVID. (laughs) Why wouldn't you tell me that? When you found out that you had it and we had spent all this time together. No, he waited until Sunday. So it's like, son of a 
<laughs> so I tested and yep, I, I came back positive for COVID, which made setting up this MacBook Pro for work very, very important because it, it hadn't been set up for that before. But as it turned out, it actually didn't matter because what I did most of that entire week was sleep. It was like, I would, mm. I would just be sitting there at, you know, with two screens going on and I'm logged into work and it seemed like I just closed my eyes for just a second and two <laughs> hours have gone by. None of my screens are still there. The whole computer's fallen back asleep and it's like, God. So, you know, I basically, all I ended up doing as far as work goes, I, I, I checked my email in the morning and if there was anything important that I had to deal with, I dealt with that. And then I pretty much just logged off for the rest of the day. So I took the, the entirety of last week is I'm just using for sick, using sick leave. And that, and that's fine because I've got like 200 plus hours of sick time coming to me. So it's not like it's not, it's, it's not covered. But the thing that really irks me amongst so many other things is I had actually bought tickets to see an XFL game tonight, uh, local here to Washington, DC, uh, the DC defenders were going to play the Seattle sea dragons. He's like, okay. And this was going to be their first game of the season. And they're playing at Audi field, which is normally a, uh, soccer slash football stadium for DC United here. And now I can't go and it's too late to sell the tickets back. So I'm kind of screwed. Now I'll still be able to see the game because it's going to be on, it's going to be on, you know, through streaming on TV, but it's not the same thing. And of course the money that I spent on these tickets is now just gone. So. That's weird because we we go to work. We've got it over here. He's still going to work now. Those restrictions are all gone. In fact, they they told us specifically, if you get it now, you're still coming to work. You're not getting any time off unless you're really, really ill. So yeah, obviously different in different countries. We go out all the time. People go out all the time with COVID at the moment over here. I mean, I've had it twice so far. Third time suspected, but I didn't bother testing it at all because what's the point? If I've got it, I've got it. If I haven't, I haven't. No big deal. So, um, you know, just just had a sore throat for a couple of days. Yeah. I well, know they, some people it gets them really bad, obviously, but uh, yeah. Well, they don't want um, they don't want people coming in. If, if they're still, we have to have, I think, two negative tests before mm. they'll let us come back. In. Yeah. And Tracy, used to be my, here. yeah, Tracy tested this morning because I, I went and got like a five pack of tests because we, we ran out. She tested this morning and it came back like barely positive. That, that mm-hmm. T line was like really, really faint. That's good. That's good. And so I'm going to test tomorrow morning. There's no point in me testing today because if she still has it then chances are i still have it <coughs> so i will test tomorrow and uh again sorry for any coughing i did manage to hit the the mute button once in the recording of this <laughs> show so it wasn't like this big long coughing coughing fit uh but i just found that um you know because gaz and i and i'm sure you have as well have been singing the praises of these M series Macs because they're mm-hmm. just so fast compared to what what you know the the Intel stuff that that they were using before. 
And for whatever reason, you know, and I kind of poo-pooed the whole, well, I can't add my own RAM and I can't add my own storage because, you know, RAM with these particular chips isn't as important as it was with the Intel chips. Uh, Storage, of course, is still important, but you can, you can plug in storage from other sources. It's not that big of a deal, but this was the very first time that I ran into this. Well, my computer's broken and there is absolutely nothing (laughs) that I can do. But that's 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 not necessarily that's because it's the logic board that went. I mean, the logic board went on my my dad's um, iMac, the Intel one, from mm-hmm. a, uh, from when they started putting fusion drives in. I can't remember when, from exactly when that 2014, was. Twenty fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Yeah, but a few years ago, his one went, and it was the logic board. It's just gone. There's nothing you can do about it apart from replace or get another replacement for the logic board. It's just one of those things. And you're right. Okay, everything is now on that logic board. <laughs> Granted, uh, under the M1, the, the RAM and everything. But if there's the logic board that's gone, it's gone. Um, you know, I suppose if you're into real technical repairs, you can get down and dirty with it and replace it with something else, maybe. But um, I think we've just got, uh, as, as you know, because obviously you, you're a hobbyist and I was a hobbyist and we came up yeah. through computers and we came up from the ones we just bought in my cl- in my in my case the ZX Spectrum and stuff where you couldn't really do much with that anyway but through the VIC 2064 you know um, PCs and then we started not only learning how to use the software we started learning how all the bits fit together and motherboards and RAM and hard drives and all this and we made ourselves wizards to anyone that didn't know how to do this sort of stuff and of course now it's moved on to such an extent that we can no longer do it unfortunately because it's so small and like down deep in 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 the mechanics of the actual board itself that it's beyond us now even though we technically know what might have gone wrong there's no way we can fix it and that's just progress i'm afraid like i can't if that telly goes wrong i can't fix it in a million yeah. years if our washing machine goes wrong i can't fix it in a million years so i mean that's that's progress well, unfortunately to be fair there's a difference between your washing machine and a television set because there are still physical attributes of a washing machine that are repairable as compared yeah. like but you can repair the keys on your keyboard for example well <laughs> well you can replace the entire yeah. keyboard it's turned out on the on the butterflies but uh you know i i, I understand what you're saying but i i, I think Okay, you've got a bum logic board there, unfortunately. And uh, there's always going to be problems, which is why we get like a year, well, a couple of years in this country, like cover. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is frustrating because you know in the old days you probably could have fixed it with tinkering around with certain parts of the hardware. But that's yeah. all going. You know, we can't we can't claim on one hand, this is wonderful, look how fast all the things this can do. And then on the other hand, when it all goes wholly wrong, going, No, it's rubbish, it's crap. <laughs> I want to be able to fix it myself. Right. So we can't have it both ways, unfortunately. Um Oh, I need... think I can. Well, well you I can, can always complain I mean, about it. You can you have every right to complain. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you haven't got that right. But uh yeah, we have to accept that if we want to move forward, these these are the limitations that us as yeah individual users are going to start running into you know and it's a shame but then the trade-off is quite worth it i I mean if you're living on the edge and you're like money's an issue then obviously it's not but um that's a whole different you know story 
But uh, yeah, it's totally frustrating when your machine goes down and you know you're stuck. And luckily, you've got another machine. You know, I mean, in the old days, I didn't have I didn't have two Commodore sixty fours just knocking around. Yeah. You know, on the off chance. <laughs> Oh, well, that one's gone. I'll just plug this one in instead. Exactly, right. you know. <laughs> Didn't work so it way. is amazing. I mean, I look, I look around me now, and I've, there is literally dozens of computers in various forms I've got in this house, all doing spe- specific things, you know. I've got one running upstairs, a mini in the, in, in the attic running a server for, for entertainment and stuff. I've got this one here in front of me for podcasting. I've got another one somewhere else doing something as well. You know, I've got iPads, got phones. It's just mad what are we doing <laughs> well everything everything has become a computer essentially yes. you know yes. and that's the you know back you know you want depending on how far back you want to go when when cell phones first came out and they were just like the flip type but well, that wasn't a computer it was mostly just a receiver and a transmitter and you did something crazy with it like get phone calls or or talk to somebody else while out and about and now it's like these these little computer slabs that sit in your pocket, and it's replaced six or seven other things that you that you used to. I, I don't want to say had to carry around, but if you wanted to do some of these other things, you you would have like f- cameras. Who carries DSLRs around anymore? <laughs> Nobody. I I tell you what. I, I often think like, was it back like this when the first computers start started coming out, like the Abacus? Did you get a guy come in yeah. and say, oh, we, these beads are much more slidey on the yeah. thing up and down. Look, we, we will upgrade. We'll upgrade. Or the huge, go from- the, the huge adding machines that had the big lever on the side and you go, shunk, shunk. You know, it's like, no, that got replaced by Excel. You know, it was, you were done with it. So, you know, it's insane that, Everything that we used to carry around separate devices for is now being done on a small little black slab hmm. that fits in our pockets. And now are you are you covered for your repair? Yes. Yeah. I was covered right, until then. uh November. Mm. And so what so what that's... I'm now I've got it back now, but I, I don't have it currently connected because I knew I was gonna do the podcast today. And if I was gonna go to all the trouble of making sure that I could use this for a podcast. I wasn't going to plug in, uh, a, basically a brand new computer, which is what it, what it really is that I haven't tested everything on yet to see if it's going to work. Mm. Um, I'll probably do that at some point. Cause if, if it's one of those things where if I can't go to work again next week, it's like, well, what am I going to do all day? I'm going to replug in the Mac mini and get everything back the way it was when I first started. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's we've beaten that to a to a, a pulp. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to a really really quick Gaz's tip. Hit it, Gaz's tips, mostly. Gaz's tips, mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. This is about as basic of a tip as I can possibly give. Uh, if you are in the Finder, use. Uh, tabs use the tab interface on the finder instead of having multiple versions of the finder open and in order to create more tabs without just finding the little button on the screen you can just hold down the command key and hit t command t will bring up as many 
tabs as you want in the Finder. And not only in the Finder, but in a lot of other programs as well. I think most browsers, are, it's also Command-T to bring up more tabs. And that's that's the tip I've got for today. What do you think about that, Carl? Are you nodding your head? I'm, I tr- tried it out and it works, so I am nodding my head there. So much head nodding. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. <laughs> Gaz, you are absolutely right. There we go. I don't quite have Farago set up the same way that I do with the Mac Mini, but it's close enough, damn it. It is close enough. You must unlearn what you have learned. Yeah, that's that's my problem all the way around. Now, we have some helpful <laughs> helpful links. Uh, if you would go to timeout.com or if you look at the links in the show notes, there's a list from timeout.com of helpful Ukrainian donation sites, as well as the, the, the two that will do the most good without having to, you know, bend your brain around having to hit links all over the place. And that is the Ukrainian Red Cross and Doctors Without Borders. Those are two very, very good organizations that you can donate to if you so choose. Um, I don't really have a for pick sake this week. I don't think you do either, do you, Carl? You have anything you wanna you wanna throw out there? My new Xbox Series X, wonderful thing. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, that that's, that's cheap. It. That's it. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it's cheaper than it used to be through for the COVID crisis <laughs> when true. no one could get chips. Well, nobody could get anything. Um, if you have done an iTunes review or any kind of iTunes review, podcast review for this show and, and under whatever platform it is that you get this show, let us know about it because I don't monitor these things. And if you tell me about it, you will get something that is just so wonderful. Carl has one or two I do know, and that is called a Woo T. And if you need an explanation of what a Woo T is, it is a Big W, big O, big O, big T, little I, little E, exclamation mark, and that is a Woody. And it will make your life so very different. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly how that works. Now, Carl. Yo. If people wanted to get a hold of you and say, you fool, you fool, you let guy talk you on to being on the show again, how would they do that? Oh, uh, we get touch me uh, on Twitter at Claw0101 or at Mac and Forth as well over there on Twitter. Or you can find us at macandforth.com and find our podcast if you search uh, on, on your favorite podcatcher of choice that we should come up. And if you'd like to get a hold of Gaz and say, where the hell were you this week? Guy is floundering. He's so floundering. But I do that pretty much every week. So if you want to get a hold of Gaz, his email address is gaz at MyMac.com, that is G-A-Z. Cars. There we go. <laughs> uh, he is also on the, both the Twitters and the Mastodons and the counter socials as Gazmaz, G-A-Z. Cars. M-A-Z. Cars. <laughs> on all of those things, you can also send feedback, which will go to Fearless Leader Tim. That is F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com now if you want to get a hold of me 
so easy. That would be guy at mymac.com would be the email address. You can also reach me over on the Twitters as either Mac Parrot or ah. Bird Shark over there <laughs> on Bubba. the Twitters. Uh, I am also on Counter Social and Mastodon as Mac Pettit. Um, ah. If you would, if you would like to see all of the, the videos, you can go on over to the tubes of you and look up vert shark. That is my channel over there on uh, the tubes of you. And you can find all of that stuff, all that stuff over there. I do have a website vertshark.com, but I haven't done anything with it in a really, really long time. Cause I'm a lazy git. That's <laughs> exactly how that works. Now we also have not one, but two telephone numbers that you can call. And so far only Marcus has been able to figure out how to use the Google voice one, but the Skype one is one or plus one outside of the United States. Seven Oh three, four, three, six, nine, five Oh one. That number again is one or plus one outside of the United States. Seven zero three, four, three, six, nine, five zero one. If for some reason dialing a one or a plus one before a telephone number is just too much for you to handle. You can go right to the Skype application and just dial 703-436-9501. Our Google Voice number, which you can call from anywhere apparently, is 703-828-4677. That number again, 703-828-4677. And Carl, thank you. Thank you so very much for coming on to the show this week. I really, really do appreciate it. And my pleasure, put, sir. Putting up with my, with my crazy nonsense. Um, with all of that, I'd also like to say thank you. Thank you, all of you, for downloading and listening. Listening to the MyMac.com <laughs> podcast. Don't just download. That's not, that's not good enough. You've got to listen to and with having said all of that, Carl, I think that, uh, that this week we were good enough and that this week we were smart enough and that doggone it, woof, woof, wolf, 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 people like us. And mm. because I still have chat GPT open. Oh uh, God. I had a I'm joke ready as well. It Damn it. Tell us a joke. Oh, did you have one? I've st still got to do my one. Go ahead. You know, I don't like people that take drugs, especially airport security. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gone. <coughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Here he goes. Here's one that ChatGPT gave us. Why did the tomato turn red? I don't know. I can't remember. Damn it. Because it saw the salad dressing. Oh, oh dear God. Just so, so bad. And with that, we're at the end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. 
What, you've only just hit record now? You mean you missed that fascinating story I just shared? And yeah. I could never share it again because it was perfect. Well, you know, forever. It, it's like, it's like sometimes when the iron is hot, hmm. you only get that, that one, that one try at it and then it's done. Then it's over. Um, cause Gaz, when Gaz comes on my show, he's very quiet from an audio point of view. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really quiet otherwise. I do. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. We love it. Oh, my God. We asked ChatGPT about that bum note, and he gave us an answer. Who? ChatGPT or whatever it's called. Oh, really? Yeah, he gave us an answer. What did it say? I haven't even tried it. Oh, you should. It's totally um, smoke and mirrors. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like, it just goes off of basically, uh, what was that one that was around like 20 years ago? You know, you oh, sit there and say, well, why am I so sad? And it would come back with, why, I don't know, why are you so sad? You know, I mean, just <laughs> like such stupid shit. There you go. Why does the incredible... Hulk TV theme have a bum note in a piano solo. The reason why the incredible Hulk TV's theme tune has a bum note in the piano solo is not officially confirmed, but is widely believed to be an accidental mistake made during the recording session. The theme tune was composed by Joe Harnell and was recorded with a full orchestra and jazz trio, which included Harnell on piano. Piano. According to some reports, the piano solo was recorded separately for the rest of the track and was only added in the final mix later. It's possible that during the recording of the piano solo, Harnell made a mistake and played a wrong note but because of the time or budget constraints, the decision was made to keep the mistake in the final version of the track rather than re-recording it. What's this? Guy's outtakes. Well, it seems that Missy still hasn't returned from her taxi journey last week, so it once again falls upon me, Guy Searle, from the mighty, mighty, my... Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Apple has revealed... <laughs> the rapper Drake took to the stage at WWDC and evangelized Apple's upcoming Connect service. Hem. <clears throat> Ping 2. That sucks. Also, part of Apple Music was the introduction of the global radio station Beats 1. So now, many more countries could potentially have access to banal... banal banter. <laughs> and finally... Please, please, please. And finally, police are reportedly searching for the Irish band U2 following an Apple keynote that in... And finally, police are reportedly searching for the Irish band U2 following an Apple keynote that introduced Apple Music, but did not include the raucous, raucous, raucous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Cough it up. Furball. <laughs> Lewis. 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 <laughs> oh god, you're not going to do that after every time you laugh or something. Oh god, I hope not. I hope not. Well, it's it's spelled luxury yatched, but it's pronounced throat wobbler mangrove. Okay, that's it. <laughs>
Monty Python, is there nothing, nothing that they can't do? Actually, there's not that many of them left. It died for us on a, on a weekly basis at one point. So who was left? You got John Cleese, Eric Idle. Oh my God. Did you hear he's going to, they're going to remake or recontinue 40 Towers? No. Oh yeah. He's got to do it with that bloody Rob Reiner bloke. Ugh. Oh, Rob Reiner? Meathead? Yep. Yep. That's good. He's gone oh, he's gone mad. Who goes mad on Twitter? I gotta tell you, if it came down to you or a slightly embarrassing you know, you being thrown into a volcano or them being slightly embarrassed by something that doesn't really matter, you better learn how to swim. <laughs> yeah, you, I'll tell you. You're gonna right get now. hot. <laughs> you're exactly. gonna get real hot. And it doesn't matter whether it's, especially here in the state. Well, I, I, you know, I realize that in in the UK, you've got what four or five major parties. No, we got two really. Okay. Well, of course, here it's it's the the reps and the Dems, and and when you have all of these people that walk into a voting booth and don't even look to see who the candidates are or care what their policies are, they just look. For, R R R R D D D D, and then they Ooh. walk out with a big smile on their face, like they've done their civic duty. Well, you get it here as well. Do the same thing here. Can't believe you've got so much talking out of four lines of text. I know, I know. Well, you know, this is what Gaz does. I mean, Gaz and I have been recording together for a really, really long time. He, <coughs> sorry, he knows all the buttons to push. Hmm. That sets me off. And so I think, and I think he does this on purpose sometimes. And he knows that I'm OCD. And so when he does, like when we're talking about our, the, you know, the way that you can get a hold of us and stuff. And, and he does that one saying, um, uh, I can't even remember what it is, but the last bit of it is no fooling. And he'll do the first part. His and name then is go Guy. off onto something. Yeah, that was it. His name is Guy. And then he'll just go off and do something else. And I'm sitting there. I'm stewing. I'm literally stewing inside because it's like, I've got to hear it. I've got to hear it before my life can continue in any significant way, shape, or form. <laughs> and then he'll just uh, throw in the yeah, yeah. no fooling. And it's like, oh, no God. The, the flop sweat just comes right off of me because it's like, thank God. Thank God it was there. All right. Um, and just for curiosity, let's see. Tell us another. Tell us another joke. Certainly. Why don't scientists trust atoms? No idea. Because they make up everything. Oh, God. Knew that one as well. I know. Right. That was so bad. One more joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You'll like this one. You'll like this one. Why did the hipster burn his tongue? Don't know. He drank his coffee before it was cool. 